Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hey, hey, it's Christy Lee here. Welcome to episode number 172 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me here today. It is freezing cold at the time of recording. We are right smack bang in the middle of winter. This is not my favorite time of year. So I don't know about you, but I find at this time of year, motivation gets a little bit average. (laughs) so to speak. I'm just finding it a little harder to uh, get moving as quickly as I usually do. So I'm hoping you are somewhere nice and warm and sunny. Now, today's episode of the podcast, uh, the reason I wanted to record this episode is because this issue seems to pop up over and over and over again. In the last few weeks with some of the teams I've been working with, I really noticed an erosion of what we're talking about today, which is trust in teams. And it's reminded me how essential trust in your leader and your team and amongst each other is to the success of our businesses. And I'm just wondering whether you can think of a time where you've ever worked in an environment where you didn't quite trust your boss. And if you can think of a time, what did that feel like? Because I'm getting all the feels from some of the teams that I'm working with who are having this exact issue at the moment. And what about your own people? Have you ever had a situation where you didn't really trust one of your team? And I'm going to almost guess that if you didn't trust them, you almost couldn't articulate that. We're going to get into that in a moment as well. And it's such an interesting topic because... When we are often experiencing what is an erosion in trust, it is something we can't quite sort of label. We don't immediately think we have a trust issue. So it can show up in various different ways, um, little nuances, behaviors, signs. Yet really when we get down to the bottom of it, what we have is a trust issue. So in today's episode, I wanted to chat about why you need your team to trust you why you need to trust your team, and why it's so important that your people trust each other. And all of those different layers and complex types of trust really do matter. Now, we've unpacked pillars of trust on the podcast here before, and we've looked at the scientific research on it. But today, I really want to talk about what I see anecdotally when it comes to trust in teams. And Here's the thing, you need your people to trust you if you've got any chance of them following you on this journey that you're on in your business. And if they don't trust you, you, there's going to be a lot of challenges that are going to really throw themselves up. So often when I am dealing with managers and business leaders and business owners, I see them very concerned about whether they trust their people. They're worried about what their people are doing, why they can't see what their people are doing, that the people are not doing what they want them to do. They're quite concerned about that, but have no concept as to whether their people actually trust them or don't even, I guess, really think about that as a factor in things. And if you've got a lack of self-awareness around trust and whether your team trusts you, that can actually be really dangerous for your business. It can result in things like increased staff turnover, 
actually I was I was interviewing for one of my clients just yesterday and I asked why they were looking to leave their current role standard interview question you should definitely ask it and um the candidate explained to me that the business was not in a great place, but largely because they'd had huge turnover. She'd been with the business less than 12 months and she said they had had over 100% staff turnover in the time that they were there. And increased turnover is absolutely a sign that people aren't trusting the leadership of the business. You'll have underperformance. People aren't going to perform their best when they don't trust the people they're working for. You will often have gossip and toxicity in your team because people get narky and it doesn't take a lot for it to get quite out of hand. Morale and motivation will definitely be low. And people just don't work very well together in these environments. So basically, there's not a whole lot of good that's happening if your team don't trust you. Just recently, I've been working with a team and we've been working on what we thought were the issues that we were having with this team. And we knew leadership was a weakness. We've been doing a lot of work on leadership. And what I've slowly realized is that the leadership team, whilst we definitely need to do some work there, aren't the main issue. What I've realized is the main issue is the team don't trust the person that's in charge, the business owner. And it's really subtle because they know that this person cares about them, which is really interesting. They feel valued in many, many ways, but they don't trust the business owner because the business owner is technically brilliant, very skilled, very capable, but they don't see them as a leader. They tend to make promises that they don't follow through on. So there's a lot of talk and not a lot of action. They often feel that she doesn't trust them. They tend to not deal with the real issues. So we'll have team members saying, this is the problem, and they'll turn it into a different problem and try and solve that. So they're not actually dealing with the real issues. Like, for example, an underperforming employee, they sort of shove that to the side and make an issue out of something else. And they show favoritism to some of their team. So all of these issues, and it's not about the person's capability, it's not about their uh, care, but they the team don't trust them because they're not following through and they're not showing true leadership in the way that they should. So when your team don't trust you, other issues start to bubble up. And that's exactly what I'm seeing with this team. So issues are presenting, but they're not really the main issue. The main issue is they don't trust the person that's in charge. So if you want to have a team that is successful, it is absolutely essential that they trust you as a leader. And it's not hard to gain their trust. It really is the simplest things. It's listening. It is um, taking action. It's doing the things that you should do. It's not sweeping things under the carpet. They're the things that build trust. It's being true to what you say. It's being clear and communicating well. Those things build trust with the team and without them, you will erode trust very quickly. So you definitely need your team to trust you, but you also need to trust your team. So what happens when we don't trust either one or all of our team? We can probably guess this, but we tend to very quickly slip into, I'll just do it myself mode. (laughs) And we micromanage and we spend way too much time on details that don't matter. And what happens? It holds our business back from growing. If we don't trust the people that are doing the work for us, it is going to hold your business back. And if if you feel a little like this, I, I challenge you to just sit for a moment and ask yourself why. Why don't you trust them? Are you being a control freak? (laughs) 
And I say that the most gently that I possibly can, because as entrepreneurs, we are often all control freaks. So it's very easy to slip into that. And it's not we make a fundamental, I think some of us are a little more cynical than others as well, but we make this fundamental assumption that trust no one until they've proven their trust. But as a leader, it's got to be the other way. We've got to trust first and not expect our team to prove that they're trustworthy. We should assume that they're trustworthy to begin with. So is it because you're being a control freak? Do you have unrealistic expectations and you're looking for proof that they're not good enough against those expectations? Or are there real trust issues, which sometimes there are and you absolutely need to deal with those? So you might need to learn to trust. Maybe trust doesn't come easily to you. So I've got a couple of strategies that might help you. The first is to delegate and give chances. Until you give someone the opportunity to shine, it's very hard under your micromanaging spell for them to do so. So start delegating and you do really need to build that skill up as a leader. It's not always easy. Delegate the small things, the repeatable things, the things that are easy to teach first. But until you delegate and give someone the chance to do well, then you're going to stay stuck. And once you delegate and they prove actually they can do that job, your trust in them grows and then you can continue to work on that. So that would be one strategy. Another is, and I say this a lot, stop expecting them to be you. They are not you and they shouldn't be you and you don't want them to be you. I say to my people-powered HR members all the time, when they're mapping out how long tasks should take, when they're delegating and they're trying to work out job roles, whatever time it takes you, double it. And then you won't be let down. No one is ever going to work as fast as us as the entrepreneur because no one has the full scope of knowledge that we have. And it's our business, so we care more. There's all these reasons that we're going to do things faster and better. Don't expect the same from your team. You need to really reset your expectations and stop expecting people to be like you. Another strategy really is to get to know your people better. What are they great at? What are they passionate about? What could they do? Um, So this is really important because when you start to know them better, you build that relationship where you start to understand that this is who they are and you can start to trust them in different ways and in different areas of their role. So there's some strategies that might help you to start to flex that trust muscle. Now, on the reverse side of this, if the trust is gone, if you genuinely don't trust someone because they're proven to you, you shouldn't trust them, they constantly miss deadlines, they're constantly not performing at the standard you need them to, they don't do what they say they're going to do, or they're undermining, then you need to deal with that. And that could very well be an exit strategy that you need to take. And obviously, make sure you do that correctly and compliantly and get advice and all the things. But don't keep someone who you don't trust on your team because they're going to be no good to you. So you do need to trust your team and you need to lead the way when it comes to trust. You always need to lead by example. If you trust them, that'll help them to trust you. So it's part of that leadership space. And thirdly, your team need to trust each other. It's fine that you trust each individual and they all trust you as the leader. But if they don't trust each other as a team, do you even have a team? In fact, this reminds me of a quote that Simon Sinek says, which is a team, and I might not get the wording exactly right, a team is not a group of people who work together. A team is a group of people who trust each other. Trust is fundamental to any functional team. And when your team don't trust each other, you are going to find yourself 
constantly dealing with conflict, whinging and whining, a flat sort of mood and feel around the place, backstabbing, undermining, none of that is fun to deal with as a leader. And as soon as the team don't trust each other, it all gets amplified. So if you suspect that you've got a lack of trust within your team, do some activities to start to build trust. And yes, this can be team building. It's not as naff as it sounds. There are some really great things you can do there. Communicate with people. Have one-on-one meetings. Get curious and try and understand what's going on. Where has the trust gone? How can you build it back? One of the activities I love to do with teams is the above the line, below the line exercise. And I would have spoken about this, I'm sure, on the podcast before. But when we're behaving above the line, we're taking responsibility and accountability for what we do. And below the line, we tend to blame, shame, and justify. So when I'm working with teams on building trust, we workshop as a team, what are the behaviors or the things we're doing that show that we're acting above the line? Because when we're above the line, we're trustworthy, right? We're And then we conversely workshop, what are the things that we would do if we were below the line? Because that's what's going to erode trust. And then we can highlight the things that are going to remove trust from the team and make sure that we're not doing them. Encourage open communication. Have a process for people to come to you if they have concerns so that it doesn't get to a catastrophic situation where the trust is, what's the word I'm looking for? You can't build it back again. So it's imperative that your team also trust each other. Otherwise, you've just got, um, actually, one of the teams I'm working with described it as this to me recently, basically a bunch of freelancers working in the same space. That's how she described it because there was a lack of trust in this team. So as you can see, trust is required at all sorts of levels in order to for it to be really bedded into your business. And it is important on, on all of these levels. Your team need to trust you as a leader. If not, you've got no chance of getting where you want to go. You need to trust your team or you're going to be constantly trapped in your business, doing all the things, micromanaging, never able to grow. You'll be stagnant. And your team need to trust each other to foster the engagement, the motivation, the innovation that great teams can produce. And when you've got trust at all of those levels, then you've got a great team that you can really do amazing things with. I hope you found that discussion on trust useful because it is something that shows up in lots of different ways. Like I've said that you wouldn't automatically think it's a trust issue, but these are just symptoms of what are fundamentally and in an underlying way trust issues. Now, if you'd like to join the conversation about trust issues in your team or how to build trust or share strategies as to how you have found uh, building trust in your teams has worked really effectively, then please join us in our Facebook group, HR Support for Australian Businesses. You can search that on Facebook and you'll find the group there and just request to join or the link will be in today's show notes, which can be found wherever you are listening to this episode. I hope you found that useful. Thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast and can't wait to chat to you again next week. 